Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm your host, Pudgy Miller. It is February 1st, 2015, baby, and I'm happy to be back rocking on this show, doing my thing thing on this Super Bowl Sunday. Shout out to everybody out there who are listening to the show live for this special broadcast. And, uh, you know, beautiful day, man. It's it's beautiful. It's it's a pleasure to be back on the KRP Radio Show. Uh, I'm always excited to be on here to talk to you guys about Topics that matter, 
but today I think we, we're talking about a topic that doesn't really matter uh, as much. You know, the topic that we're talking about today is uh, some things that always concern me. And, um, you know, it is what it is. So, B.I.G., shout out to everybody out there who are listening. B.I.G., shout out to everybody who continues to follow us on the KRP Radio Show. And uh, shout out to everybody who's watching the Super Bowl. New England Patriots, Seattle Seahawks, right now deadlocked at halftime, 14-14. to Uh, New England came out first. Brandon LaFell, former Carolina Panther. Y'all know I had to, you know, name my team. You know, I had to put my team in the mix, even though we're not in the Super Bowl. But it is what it is. So, you know, Brandon LaFell, 11-yard touchdown pass from Tom Brady, who's facing a lot of scrutiny right now. A lot of people talking about uh, deflate gate, which, you know, that is what it is. Uh, Seattle Seahawks. Scored next. Marshawn Lynch with a three-yard touchdown run. And uh, another individual who is facing a lot of scrutiny uh, in this Super Bowl. And Rob Gronkowski for the Patriots, 22-yard touchdown. And to cap that right at the end of the second half with 29 seconds to go, uh, Chris Matthews, 11-yard touchdown pass from Russell Wilson. And uh, that's what it is. 14-14 14-14 tie, uh, Super Bowl in Arizona, right? At Actually, at the University of Phoenix Stadium in Arizona. So, you know, that's what it is. That's what a lot of people are doing right now. I just wanted to take a second to come on. This is only a 30-minute broadcast, unless I just feel like going, you know, a little further, which, I, which I've been known to do. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to take a second to talk about censorship. Um, even though, you know, this is, this is not politics, this is not make or break us. Um, well, I, I actually, I can't say it won't make or break us because a lot of the different things that happens from a policy standpoint starts in the private sector. And, um, you know, people get on their soapboxes and, and, and they create legislation to support their soapboxes. And it just so happens that uh, that there are hundreds of thousands of other, if not millions of other individuals who think like those legislators and have the same soapboxes as those legislators who create laws uh, via their soapbox and, and their emotions. So, you know, I take this guy, uh, Marshawn Lynch, running back for uh, – running back for – the Seattle Seahawks. Let me stop being lazy pronouncing my words. I don't want you guys to think I'm um, it's trashy or, or whatever. I don't know, whatever you want to think. I just don't want to give y'all any ammo. I'll give you enough as it is. Uh, but Marshawn Lynch, running back for the Seattle Seahawks, he has been fined over – $150,000, if we are not mistaken. And uh, he's been fined those, uh, or, or he's been given those penalties via fine by the NFL because he goes to press conferences and won't say anything. I mean, he doesn't say a word. Uh, at, at, at least at one point, he wasn't saying a word. Now, 
he will go to the press conferences, and what he does is when they ask, when when the reporters ask him a question, he responds with, "I'm only here because, oh, I'm only here so I won't get fined. <laughs> I'm only here because I have to be here." Uh, I heard him tell one porter, one reporter, excuse me, that uh, I'm gonna sit here and watch you. You know, for the remainder of my time or whatever. And that's what he did. He didn't answer any more questions. He sat down and looked at the reporter and didn't say a word. Didn't say a thing. You know, different reporters asked this man different questions. You know, and he's not going to, uh, I won't say participate because he's there. But uh, he's not going to acknowledge the questions that they ask him, and he's not going to answer them. He's just not going to do that. So it got me to thinking, you know, me being the conservative that I am, despite what a lot of you people think out there, a lot of conservatives think I'm, quote, unquote, crazy, or I don't go with the flow, or I'm not conservative because I don't believe like you. F you. It is what it is. I don't have to believe like you. I believe in the Constitution. I believe in freedom. Uh, I love my country. And and that's what it is. You know, I choose to be conservative because of the principles of the defined understanding of conservatism works for me and raised me. Like I say on my blog, check it out, hiphopconservative uh, on uh, .wordpress.com, hiphopconservative.wordpress.com. Like I say on my blog, hip-hop raised me, conservatism saved me, been conservative since reusing paper bags for trash. And that's what it is. And you ain't got to like that. But uh, anyway, being the conservative I am, I take this Marshawn Lynch incident and I look a little bit deeper than what most people are looking into it. I look at it and I say to myself, Pudgy, is this man, is he being an asshole? I mean, you know, I think he's being an asshole. Let me just put that out there first. Like, I I think Pudgy Miller, I think that Marshawn Lynch, running back for the Seattle Seahawks, is being a complete asshole. He's being a jackass. Um... But, you know, for for who I am and what I believe, I can't get too mad at him because he has the right to be that asshole. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this is America. If he wants to be an asshole, he can be an asshole because he's free to be an asshole. You understand where I'm coming from? I do get that the NFL has uh, media contracts, uh, you know, where they allow the media to come and interview their stars, okay, pre-game, post-game, whatever. And it's also written, from what I understand, in these athletes' contracts that they have to participate in a post-game interview with these media entities. 
All right, I understand that much. So from a business standpoint, this man does have to participate in the post-game interviews, right? No matter how big of a star he is, no matter who he wants to be, no matter how much of an asshole he is, and no matter how much he is free to be that asshole, he is contract he is contracted, okay, and he has signed a contract that says, Yes, I will be a part of this post game interview process. Yes, I understand that this is part of my contract, and I honor and will uphold that portion of my contract. Now, he's found a loophole because you know he goes to the post game interviews like he was told to. Uh, he does open his mouth and say words in response to the questions that he's asked like he's supposed to. Uh, even if it's not what us consumers, a.k.a. fans, would like to hear, even if it's not what us reporters, analysts, or, uh, uh, or journalists would like to hear either. You know, it doesn't matter. Even if he doesn't give us what we want, according to his contract, from what I can understand, he's upholding, he's honoring that portion of his contract. So, you know, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell was saying that, you know, there's a lot of things that he doesn't, uh, uh, quote, unquote, like to do that the NFL has him do from an organizational standpoint, but he knows that he has to do that. And, and and I can get with that. It's no different than uh, a, a regular nine-to-five job requiring you to wear safety glasses, okay, or, or, or PPE, um, you know, personal protective equipment, period. So if your job is requiring you to wear a certain degree of uh, attire or equipment, you don't have the choice to say no. You know, you don't have the choice to say, well, actually, you do have the God-given constitutional right to say no and not do that, but they also have the right to fire your ass. But see, here in this NFL with this Marshawn Lynch issue, it's a little bit different because, see, they don't want to fire him. They're not going to fire him. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? He's more valuable than that. So they're going to deal with his Uh, finding a way around uh, or using a loophole to avoid questions by the media. They're going to live with that. But he's going to have to live with their reaction to his actions, which is finding the hell out of his ass. They're going to continue to find this man and find this man and find this man. See, so he's going to have to live with that. So I don't want to hear Marshawn Lynch say, it's not fair. Uh, I'm holding my end of the bargain. I'm going to the interviews. I'm responding to the questions. No, 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 no. We know the whole uh, theory of of a post-game interview is to hear what the interviewee has to say. And that's an understood portion of a post-game interview, right? So, by, by by Marshawn Lynch showing up to the post game interviews or, or or to required interviews or required required media appearances, you know, by him showing up, 
that's only a portion. That's only, excuse me, a portion of him with uh, holding up his uh, uh, his contract. So I, um, I I look at this situation and I say to myself, you know, what's going to happen with this in the future? Like, what is this going to change? Is it going to change uh, the way NFL contracts are written? Is it going to change the way people are interviewed? Uh, is this going to stream over into, you know, something more outside of sports? You know, are we going to have, well, I guess we already have in the past, you know, numerous politicians refuse to answer questions from the media, but they're not contracted to do so. So that's a different thing. It's not, excuse me, a part of their job, Right. So, you know, I look at this Marshawn Lynch incident, and I can't help what to wonder what's going to happen next. Is the NFL going to continue to play this cat and mouse game where they just find and deal with and find and just deal with the Marshawn Lynch's activity? You know, Marshawn Lynch being an asshole, Marshawn Lynch being a jackass. I salute the brother for taking a stance and doing what he wants to do. You know, being the man that he is, he does not want to share his personal uh, feelings or his personal life or his family. He doesn't want to get into all of that with the media. And I can't blame him, right? It's really none of our business at all. I can't blame the man for taking a stance on that. I cannot. Matter of fact, shout out to Marshawn Lynch for taking a taking a stance on that, because the media gets too personal with public figures in the first place, and I know they are public figures, but that don't mean your damn life's an open book. You know what I'm saying? It, it just, everything is not all access. This is, life is not a big-ass reality TV show, and that's part of the problem with people today in the first place. You know, part of the uniqueness about Twitter and even the Facebook and Instagram is that, but more so, let me, let me just say more so about or with Twitter and IG. You know, you're able to interact with these celebrities and, and these political, public, uh, let's just say these public figures. Like, you're able to interact with them if they so choose to because they choose to get on social media outlets you know, they choose to post things on there, knowing that everyone will not see those things that they post the same as how they post it. They won't feel the same about the postings that that they post. You know, that, that's, that's the uniqueness about uh, these social media sites. But see, what happens is that people have opinions. And it also, it, it just so happens that a lot of a, a large part of society they got it twisted. Like they think that everything that goes on in these public figures' lives is all access. And it's just not. So sometimes you see where, you know, these entertainers or these celebrities and what may have you will respond back to people. And when I say people, I'm talking about everyday regular people who are not in entertainment, who, are, who is not a celebrity or, or, or not socially as important as that entertainer 
or public figure, if you will. So time and time again, excuse me, time and time again, you'll see where uh, these figures will respond to what I like to call some social media hate. <laughs> you know, some social media agitation. Because people are agitators. Like, they like to push buttons until they can get you to burst and finally say something back to them. And then, you know, they tell their friends, hey, I got, let's just say, Marshawn Lynch to respond to me. You know, that's the big thing. And, and then, see, the news will grab stories like this and they'll report it and, and, and they'll put it out there and, and it'll be headline news. You know, Marshawn Lynch response to guy on Twitter about A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you know, and, and it'll make it to the blogs, and all of a sudden it becomes a big story. But in reality, it was just simply interaction between someone who happens to be a public figure and a regular everyday fan. And people have really lost their minds today. I mean, when something like a response makes headline news, when something like Marshawn Lynch not talking at a press conference makes headline news, when something like Deflate Gate, look it up, I'm not going to talk about it. When something like Deflate Gate makes headline news, to the point that they hold a press conference that inter, uh, uh, interrupts all channels, all, all regular channels, as if it was the president making a speech, you got to take a look at society and say, what in the hell are we doing and where the hell are we going? That's the only reason I'm talking about this. See, folks, if you don't get it, the unimportant has taken over our minds. Things that have zero merit in our livelihood and how we live, things that have zero merit or importance to how our family survives or, or how the job market is sustained, you know, how America survives or runs or, or, or maintains itself or, or anything similar. You know, the unimportant has far overshadowed the topics that really matter in society today. If you look at the news feeds, I mean, any news feed, you'll see where uh, this celebrity said something or this celebrity wore something or this athlete got in an argument or this person was spotted at a restaurant or even this politician wrote a letter <laughs> or said this about that person. You know, it's amazing to me that people don't pay attention to what really matters, but they put so much merit and so much um, everything into topics that if went away today, it wouldn't matter to society at all. You know, it's, 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 it's really... It's really amazing to me. And it, and it bothers me because you can't have a conversation with people about things that really matter. Like you can't talk about school. You can't talk about 
the community and, and, and the struggles that people have in the community. You can't talk about the job market. Here's a challenge, right? I, I challenge, and, and, I'm, and I'm stumbling with my words here because I wanted to read an article, but I only have five minutes, and, and I really wanted to go in-depth in this article that I want to read. So, you know, we'll do it next Sunday. And uh, this article was, you know, talking about President Obama proposing uh, $74 billion next year. 74, 74 more billion dollars in spending. 7% increase in spending. But, uh, man, I'm, 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 man, I'm, whew, y'all don't understand. It takes a, a lot not to go there. Especially when I'm talking about nonsense, like what people are tweeting and what person is not talking at an interview. But l- listen, here's my challenge. Let, let me just get on this. I challenge you, and I want you to put this on your watch. I don't want you guys to waste time. You, Everybody who's listening to this show, y'all know how I feel about time. You know, time is the most important anything that we have that belongs to us uh, with, a, with, with a, a, you couldn't put a value to your time. The most valuable thing that God has given us is life and our time. And, and, and time is a part of your life. The time that you spend, you know, these minutes that you're listening to the KRP radio show is minutes off of your lifespan that you can never, ever get back. So I owe it to you to talk about something that you want to hear or to at least deliver the best radio show that I could possibly deliver to you, to everybody out there in radio land, everybody out there in internet land. You know, I owe you that much because you're you're donating a portion of your life by listening to what I'm telling you. So I'm going to give you a challenge, and I would like for you guys to look at your clock before you begin a conversation with someone. The challenge is to strike a conversation with someone, even someone you know, okay? And I want you to look at the begin time on your watch, and for 10 minutes, I want you to talk about only things that matter in life. Only important topics of life. I don't want you to talk about anything on television, nothing, no news whatsoever, no entertainment, okay, no celebrities, no movies, no music. I want you to be able to talk about, and and I challenge you to stay on topics of love, life, the pursuit of happiness, uh, goals, family, and I want you to stay on those topics. Write those down. I want you to stay on those topics without talking about anything that's in the news cycle, anything that you've heard, anything that you've seen on, you know, with celebrities or any movie premieres or last movie you watched. I don't want you to talk about any of that. And I want you to look on your watch. Now, now, now here's the kicker. Here's the Here's a mo- probably the most important part about this challenge. I don't want you to mention that you're trying to stay on these topics to the person that you're talking to. So I want you to write this down. It, it's going to, I've done it. I've already done this challenge myself, right? I, I've, I've done this challenge um, as a, some, some kind of almost an experiment. Okay. And I've done this challenge with people who I hold in the highest regard. Right, I, I've done the challenge today, you know, with someone very important in my life. 
So I, I, this is what I want you guys to do. Strike up a conversation and look at your watch. And for 10 minutes, I want you to talk about things like love, life, the pursuit of happiness, family, uh, uh, goals. And I don't want you to talk about anything in any news cycle, no celebrities, no movies, no television, nothing you heard. And I want you to only stay on those topics. No social media, no Facebook, no Twitter, no Instagram. I don't want you to talk about any of that. I want you to be able to stay on these topics. And I challenge you guys to see how long that conversation will go on before one of you two mention one of the things that we're outlawing in this exercise. It's going to amaze you. I want you to write, the, write the, the folks that you talk to, write their names down, and put the minutes beside uh, their name or how long it takes before they strike up a social media, a news cycle, or a celebrity, politician, and what may have you. All right? That's my challenge for you on this Super Bowl Sunday, baby. Shout out to everybody out there who's listening to the KIRPRadioShow.com. I am not talking fast. You are definitely listening slow. If you didn't hear what I said, but I'll say it one more time. Shout out to everybody out there who are listening to the KIRP Radio Show, baby. You are B.I.G. in my book. Thanks for listening to the show, folks. I am out of here. One love. Remember, God is love. Love is God. Communication is the key. And do not ever, ever forget that you can achieve anything And everything that was created in this world was given to you by God for you to rule over. We're out of here. One love. K-I-R-P.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.